0: jadies and Lidlian. it's saloon doors hashcast that's right we are back with episode eight folks and we are going to do another fantabulous installment of let's meet a hasher however we don't have any crazy other stories for you today but we do have two things we're going to add right now we're going to jump into current events we'll head over to our teletype <laughs> Fresh off the press, woman in China sends a 1,000 kilos of onions to her ex-boyfriend to make him cry. Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell discover to have been secretly married for the last 45 years. And Wyoming Strip Club reopens with masks on clothes off party. Also in the news, Purdue Pharma has released a new face mask with a face hole for eating. The creator said he was always tired of having to take an extra half-second to move his mask. He has not answered phone calls for three days for comment, but the masks are selling like crazy. Also in England, the ICC is set to ban the use of salvia to shine cricket balls after an incident in Manchester. An ICC member asked to examine the balls before a match, and the ball shiner ripped off his pants and chased the female representative around the pitch while yelling, That's right, Christopher Robin! Those Irishmen ain't gonna be dipping into my honey jar anymore! Also, out of Texas, a juror walks off to take a phone call as they test the first jury trial via Zoom. When the judge and lawyers asked him to return, the man yelled back, my DoorDash got lost, just give him the chair. The accused was executed the next day for the crime of not putting a plastic bottle in the recycling. And last but not least, North Korea calls it irresponsible for countries that ignored coronavirus warnings to blame the WHO. Also in related news, Chinese Premier Xi Jinping has been told to stop whispering into the ear of Kim Jong-un because he has been dead for a month. A taxidermist has been called, but we have no information at this time. And now we will head into our Let's Meet a Hasher segment. But before that, we will slip in this little promo for Mira Bailey's new books. That's right, Mira Bailey, you take it away and then we'll slide right into this delicious Let's Meet a Hasher interview.
1: An international pandemic, weeks of isolation at home. Are you in need of more? Stimulation. You like your sex in 4D, 3D, even 2D. You like graphic and in high-def color. But have you tried getting off to words? Yes, words. The Lustless, a USA Today best-selling series by author Mira Bailey, has all the titillating words you need compiled into organized sentences, paragraphs, and chapters bound together by a cover and supplied to you by all your favorite online retailers. We're talking books. Thick, hard books. Novels waiting for you and featuring hot, sexy words. Adjectives like hard, wet, long. Verbs like thrust, come, and scream. And nouns like breasts, cock, and... And, um, a door. The Lustless Series by Mira Bailey has all the text you need to jerk one out in rush hour traffic, to flick that bean in the church bathroom, or to dry hump your desk chair just before that meeting with your boss. The Lustless Series by Mira Bailey. Get it so you can get off. And please, masturbate responsibly
0: jd's and Lennelman, this is saloon door with a fine bottle of Malord here and we bring you another fine edition of let's meet a hasher um you i don't know why i'm making it sound like this has gone on for years and decades and i've won many accolades and i'm on the same level as johnny carson because this is only second iteration of let's meet a hasher but anyway and i'm here with chunky in the back our uh for our our first episode victim and uh we are about to interview somebody somebody that you know it's almost he's almost like the if there was you know who's that guy that looks like ray donovan huge viking man that is wandering around with a cloak and a, and, a, and a vessel that contains no less than probably six to eight to 18 beers you know wh- wh- why does he have a whole bunch? and did he just eat a person like it's crazy but live from japan we have barely blue barely blue how you doing it oh,
2: i'm doing good thank you school mm-hmm. yeah
0: and 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 as I'm uh, as, as, uh, I, I am able to visually see you, uh, I see that you have set up a uh, paradise masturbatory little situation for yourself right there. I, I see the curtains are closed. There's uh, three candles lit. You have a glass of, is that scotch right
2: there? Uh, black spiced rum, scotch, and then uh, Japanese bourbon, and then Jack Daniels. Oh, that I won't be prepared for this interview,
0: Saloon. That you know what? See, Chunky, look at that. You, you, you set some big shoes to stand to stand into, and I mean, people are following. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister Blue, let me let me get this straight here. You, your your very first time meeting the hash in general was uh, in New Orleans, of all fucking places.
2: Yes, uh, mm-hmm. at a place called the. Uh, it was on Magazine Street. That's all I remember. I don't know anything about New Orleans either. And I'm, I, I, I Chunky, have you it's ever been? City to- on Earth. That's all you need to know. Um, no, New Orleans is a lovely place that has things and people in it and lots of lovely art. And they also have the or- down there.
0: Chris, no, we're New-, New Orleans.
2: That's what I said, Orleans.
0: Oh, well, either way. Now, Mr. Blue, um, who, was, who would you consider to be your hash parents?
2: Oh, Peter Teaser and Swamp Bitch—they—they
0: mm-hmm. they took care of you right from the beginning there.
2: Oh, they—they they, uh got me in touch and you know told me where I can find all the the runs to come to, and so for like the first month because I lived two hours away over in deep South Homa, Louisiana, uh, I couldn't make any of the runs, so I would just come to their socials for a month. And after a month of just coming to the socials, they were already trying to name me. haven't won one hash run yet. And then finally, uh, we got rained out of work on a Monday and I had to drop off a visitor from the night before who I picked up in New Orleans. And while I was out there, I was like, I'm gonna do this run. So it was pretty easy. And uh, being New Orleans, H three, they had four kegs there. And we stopped at the Fly, which is a park there, and Mm -hmm. they killed all four kegs. There were songs, there were boobs, and this was a Monday evening. And I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I need to move to New Orleans and be with these people. And so uh, one month later, I left home in Louisiana, moved to New Orleans. And started hashing damn near every day, and just drove you know one to two hours to work every day. Good God, that is beyond respect. Best days of my life.
0: Good God, and now you find yourself in Japan, where you uh, I am to understand you take photographs of yourself uh, half naked in the garden while a,
2: your Japanese neighbors watch you. Mm, yeah, yes, that sounds accurate. <laughs> and sometimes uh, not always half. <laughs> A little bit more like ninety percent naked.
0: I I'm just wondering, do they ever have? Uh, because there there's been a lot of those new movies coming out lately. Do do they ever have? Uh, you know, they, they refer to you as uh, Gojiwa,
2: or you know, do you ever hear those words coming out? Oh, so there's a story behind that. How I got that name. So I was at work, and you know, a lot of the contract, the native contractors, they know me. They uh, they don't know my name. They just know I'm monstrous compared to their size uh, about four times a japanese person size in weight and we stature and if they're in my way i just pick them up and move them so so we uh we get this call from one of the the contractors and managers and he's like hey you guys have like this 700 pound valve that's in this box and my guys can't get it open you, you need to send somebody to go get it so I go get it and break out our Halligan tool, which is you know like a firefighting tool that is uh, half warhammer, half crowbar. You know, breastfed with steroid milk from birth. And oh man, go out there and they're all just sitting on this big ass crate. And they see me coming. I was kind of pissed off that day. Is it, it was just a it was a bad day. And they see me storming out there with this big warhammer crowbar over slung over my shoulder. And one of them points to me, he goes, Gaijira, run! <laughs> and then I was like, just get out of the way of the box. With one swing, hit the crate, and it just explodes apart into wood splinters. I was like, there you go, it's open now. And then stormed back off. So that is how I got the name Gaijira. You from know, the locals.
0: literally since the first uh, major uh, Godzilla film in the 50s the, the Japanese people have been taught to fear these large monsters and and you are you're really damaging American Japanese relations right now I hope you know that
2: oh, I, you know it's the same way guy, like actual Godzilla does you know I'm pretty nice to them I just you know, have to come fight a Mothra or something every once in a while I thought they were taught to fear massive destruction power
1: those jokes problem. are kind of
2: burnt out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Those were over in a flash. So oh, it's getting hot in here, isn't it?
0: Uh-huh. <clears throat> Mr. Blue, uh, now how did you happen to acquire this name?
2: Oh. <laughs> Barely Blue. Okay, so after, you know, joining, you know, hashing full time for like three weeks in new orleans it is uh here comes the red dress run weekend and i had been told about my mug told about it by my muggle friends i did not know it was a hash thing at all at the time all the new orleans hashers are like you're coming to red dress run right and i was like i just moved and had to put a down payment so i'm kind of shy on cash currently is there any way I could be your guy's designated driver and just come to the after party? Is that okay? And they're like, you know what? Yeah, we're cool with that. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. I don't have to pay a bar tab. I just show up to the after party and drive everyone around. At that same time, my roommate, Molly, and uh, she tells me, hey, my coworker, really wants to come hashing. Will you take her hashing? And I was like, yeah. So my first virgin I brought to the New Orleans Red Lingerie Run. Wow. If you have ever been to the New Orleans Red Lingerie Run, it is not something you bring virgins to. So (laughs) here we go. Like She's in my passenger seat and... You know, all the hashers are just piling. Into my car drunk. I've got about ten hashers in the back seat of a Chevy Impala, all piled on top of each other. Some of them naked, sweaty. I'm like, I don't care. I've slept back there. That that thing's so dirty. And they're like, you're awesome. What's your name? I'm like, Just Donovan. They're like, yeah, let's sing songs for Just Donovan. And as I'm DDing them all back and forth, I was like, I love these people. People are fucking awesome. So about you know roughly 400 hashers I ferry to the St. Pierre Hotel from St. Charles Avenue, and uh, probably wasn't that many. A lot of them took other ways. Uh, So yeah, we finally get there and I'm like, all right, parking my car, it's party time. They stacked up cases of beer against the entrance to the hotel to block out all the muggles. Oh that my was God. Sign number one, entire wall of beer, just cases of beer. And I was just like, that's awesome. Taking notes. Taking and then the notes. Taking notes. Us around this fence. They're like, hey, come in. This is the back way. And we go in there, and I'm looking around. No one is wearing clothes. And that time, <laughs> it was a little bit worse than it is now. There was sex in the hot tub, sex in the pool, sex in the landscaping. Sex over top of a balcony. People fucking on the stairs. I'm just like, this is the greatest party I've ever seen in my goddamn life. Woo, party! And my virgin, I start just double fisting two Coors Lights because that's what they handed me. And my virgin comes over to me and she says, I am not comfortable with this. You need to take me home now. I was like, can you take a cab or something? I don't want to leave. She's like, no, you brought me here. You need to take me home. I was like, ah. There was not Uber at that time, unfortunately. And come to find out, she is, like, extremely cheap. And she would not pay a cent if she could avoid it. As I'm, uh, as I'm taking her home, I get pulled over on St. Charles Avenue for expired break tags. And the wow. cop, he's like, have you been drinking tonight? I said, sir, I have had two Coors Lights. He's like, so you've been <laughs> drinking? I was like, no, no, that's not drinking. That's not drinking for me. That's two Coors Lights. I'm not even had, buzzed. He's like, you've like been Michigan drinking. Water. And he just like waves the pen in my face. He's like, put your hands behind your back. You're going, I was like, really? no, this is ridiculous. He put, throws me in cuffs, shoves me in the back of the cop car. I'm like, so are you going to make her walk home? Because her house is on the way to the station. <laughs> he, like 2 a.m. in the morning, a single girl on St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. He says, oh, now you care about her well-being. And leaves her out in the street, drives 80 miles per hour down to... Down the avenue all the way to the station. I was like, "Wow, this guy's kind of a douche." So he puts me. Wait, wait, wait! Excuse me. This... I met her up real yeah. quick.
1: A cop being a douche.
2: I know, unheard of, right?
1: <laughs> okay, just making sure it wasn't me. Cool.
2: White people get it too. I'm happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Equality in America. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm not. White Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you, bro. I'm just, I'm just white where it matters. The credit. <laughs> So true, <laughs> so true. So, I go and I'm in handcuffs, you know, in the at the police station, and he's, you know, reading me the rights and like, you have to blow inside this. I was like, I have to. Uh, I'm pretty sure I have a uh, some other option. He's like, No, you don't have any other options. You have to blow into the breathalyzer. I was like, You sure? He's like, I'm a fucking cop. I know how it works. I was like, I really thought there was some other option. Then I have to blow in your breathalyzer. So I was like, you're going to look stupid once I, you know, pass this flying colors. So I blow 0.082, three thousandths over the limit, oh, a tablespoon oh, of Coors Light too much, a oh. tablespoon. So I was like, okay what's that like a fine and i walk out of here what nope charged with a dwi and put into orleans parish prison for how long what what was this going to be like a overnight thing an entire fucking week i spent a week in orleans parish prison and if you've never been in there it's not a real great place a lot of trashy people in there You get, you know, uh, bologna sandwiches thrown at you Mm. that are like soggy, you know, three times a day. And they come in those little plastic baggies that you usually got your school lunches in. And people would fight over those baggies because if you took enough of them, you could shove them into each other and make a pillow out of it. So people fought each other for the plastic bags. Jesus Christ. And... Toilet paper, they would just like shank each other over. Like, they. <laughs> so, like, so right. like, now. Yeah, yeah. You know, only the boss bitch or the uh, the top dog had the toilet paper. He got to keep it, and you had to get permission from them to use the toilet paper. <laughs> uh, they held oh, on my. to it like it was the, the conch in the Lord of the Flies. Like, that was That's... the symbol oh. of power a roll of toilet paper, which ironically is the way it's like that now today. So, uh,. <laughs> Back in my day. That is just like the so, little Fries reference. That's just impressive. This guy's well
0: read. You're in prison for a week. What like where where does your name come in in all this? <laughs> oh, okay. What are you in for? So, one week okay, later,
2: I get out, finally get out. And I'm just like, I'm free, I'm free. Where do I where's the first place I go to? The next house social, which is four miles downtown. I run 4.1 miles to the French Quarter for the hash social. So it's been a week now. Red Dress Run weekend is over. Now it is Decadence weekend. It is Gay Pride weekend in New Orleans. And in Jack's Brewery, where they uh, ended up naming me, was the Bear Hangout, where all the big, burly, hairy gay guys are at, which, okay, that's cool and also it was a blue moon that night so the theme was all the hashers are to wear blue tonight and then i show up in red and they're like what the fuck didn't you get the memo i was like no i spent a week in in jail for a week came straight here (laughs) and they're like wait what they're like i was like you remember the version i brought she freaked out demanded i take her home and i got pulled over Failed a breathalyzer test by three thousandths of a percent BAC. Spent a week in Orleans Parish Prison. Ran a mile or four point one miles back on under a blue moon, being hit on by bears. So then they gave me the name Barely Blue. Mm. <laughs> but, um, there's layers to that. There's layers. I like it.
0: There's yeah. There's there's a
2: there's there's that, layers
0: to that. That one's fucking deep. That there's a lot yeah. going. on.
2: Oh, and then the uh, the Virgin that I brought ended up coming back to more hashes and then was named by Crescent Shiggy, who's on first, because she didn't know making out was going to second base.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Blue is uh, already internationally famous while well, being on stage at Malaysia's 80th, singing American hash songs to a stadium of people that... Well, all the Asians were pretty fucking appalled.
2: This is true.
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it basically... Oh, it
2: doesn't stop there. But I was also in a cuddle puddle on Malaysian national TV on the train with a bunch of (laughs) half-naked hashers in a Muslim prayer room that we thought was just like a kid's playroom because there was just rugs and soft stuff everywhere. Oh, it was their prayer room. Jadies and gentlemen, um, Barely
0: Blue was uh, he, he did the explains.
1: Uh, explains on eleven.
0: He did the train rumble from Ban- Bangkok Bangkok to Kuala Lumpur for the Malaysia's 80th with a hasher known as Florence Nightingale. Um, they boarded the train around or on Florence Nightingale's birthday, and his present to everyone on the train was buying a, a quarter drugstore in Bangkok out of Seattle, <laughs> Niagara. Uh, he proceeded to distribute this Cialis and Viagra to everyone to the point where me in Kuala Lumpur, a week later, some Asian lady I don't know that spoke broken Bonner
2: English, bus.
0: barely blew outside, just out loud, and she goes, Oh, Bonner Express. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I happened to learn that two Viagra within 48 hours is definitely too much. That was dangerous. That was that was a damn near unpleasant experience. Are you saying that you
0: didn't have a lot of pleasure during that unpleasant experience?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good God!
2: I do have a question though. Are you on anime or hentai time? Uh, I think I've fallen more to hentai time. I <laughs> only work there. There's plenty of unimportant shit to do. Like, You're right. in your bathtub covered in candles. <laughs> 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 Thanks for the idea. I'll, I'll get to that right after this. So is that the After After uh, podcast show? Uh, <laughs> you just got to buy into my Snap, my Snap premium. Oh, right. f- oh. fans only. All right. Okay,
0: basically, <laughs> what I'm hearing here, Jadies and Lennelman, for an After podcast special, we will uh, maybe come back, and it will be a, uh ASMR. We coming. It will be ASMR audio of uh, Barely Blue, uh, gently... But yet, at the same time, very roughly, pleasuring himself to uh, uh. explode all over his bathroom, uh. which his Mormon roommate will come uh, to see afterwards, since he won't clean it up.
2: It looks like Xanadu. <laughs> oh, there's some ghost here. It just shot ectoplasm everywhere. You didn't see the ghost? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jadies and gentlemen, this is saloon door, chunky in the bag and barely blue, wishing you that uh to make smarter choices in life than listening to this. Merry Christmas. Happy Quans, everybody. You're not even black. Yeah, he has scanned it. Yeah. <laughs>